really, really funny guy. <laughs> what does he look like? <laughs> Pardon? What does he look like? Um, well, he's got a, a lot of character in his face. Um, he's short. Um, he's stocky. He's fat. You're a funny guy. <laughs> what do you mean? You mean the way I talk? It's just, you know, you, it's, you're just funny. It's... Hey, from 420 SS Studio, this is the Sloppy Pod, the leader in the unpolished podcast company from the great Pacific Northwest, Washington State, dude, or do that. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Well, let me ask you this. I'm speaking to most of the country right now. Do you still have one cheek left or have you frozen your complete ass off I'm asking for a friend alright but in all seriousness this type of weather this this bone chilling cold it's really hard to get acclimated to for those in the south now for those in the uh, midwest upper midwest yeah. You know, I'm sure you think it's a pain in the ass, but you're you're used to it. You're acclimated to it. Man, I got a lot of friends and family in Texas who are grappling with this BS. Um, <laughs> and good Lord, man. I mean, uh, temperatures in the, uh, well, in the single digits for the most part. Um, I think, uh, I think Austin was at, uh, seven degrees. Uh, San Antonio was at, I want to say five. Could, yeah, anyway, it's, it's really, really cold. Okay. Uh, so you go out to Galveston, dude. They had snow on the beach. That I don't think that's ever happened, ever. So you know they're um, they're they're living they're living a part of history right now, because who knows when this will ever happen again? Uh, you know what I mean? And so now um, they're having the rolling blackouts. Um, you know the the electric. Uh, the electric load <laughs> the the power uh, grid is not set up for this this type of demand okay um, and again I, I I don't know what I'm talking about but just listen <laughs> uh, it it really is it's um, apparently the gigantic windmills out in the West Texas uh, they're frozen solid <laughs> they are frozen up and so yeah so anyway uh, what was I going to say oh so people are um, hang on people are going to uh, extreme measures to stay warm by any means possible Okay. Uh, excuse me. 
Uh, this story coming out of Houston. Uh, a Texas woman and an eight-year-old killed by carbon monoxide poisoning while trying to keep warm amid record temperatures. And basically, it says uh, this is out of Houston. Uh, they found. Um, let's see. Uh, they they found the pair. Uh, while performing a welfare check at a condominium near Jackwood in southwest Houston uh, just after midnight. When they arrived on scene, uh, the woman was dead. Oh, she... Okay, so the woman had um, had started the car in the closed garage. Okay? Gigantic... Uh, man... God rest her soul, man, and and the child. Um, They were just trying to stay warm. Uh, But something you should never do, man. I mean, you know, they they repeat these these measures on how to stay warm, what not to do. And it sounds like she just went against her her better judgment on that. Um, really sad and I guess the girl because the car was inside the the closed garage it wasn't wasn't long before the girl just probably probably died in her sleep you know just went to sleep you know um so uh man how horrible is that but again as as a, a PSA uh, cars, grills, and generators should never be used in or near a building, uh, Houston police said in a tweet, obviously. Um, uh, so here's another case, and it's uh, an adult male and a seven-year-old boy uh, found inside their home, uh, rushed to the hospital. Uh, let's see, did they die? I think, yeah. It's so sad, man. Um, yeah, so they they died as well as oh my gosh. Uh, okay, a family of six, including four children, suffered uh, from possible carbon monoxide. Oh, charcoal grill inside. Oh my gosh. Yeah, people are desperate to stay warm, but come on, man. So anyway, that just breaks the heart, you know. Uh, Anywho, let's keep moving on, yeah? So that last episode was weak. It it was weak, I'm not going to lie. But I said I'd make up for it. And so here we are, working on Monday. Well, it's Tuesday now, but my point is, I'm working all this week trying to put together a much better show than... (laughs) Much better show than you deserve. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Hey. Uh, But no, I'm putting together a longer show, a better show... Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, um, 
So my brother will be joining us momentarily to talk about the weather in Texas, among other things. Uh, I will have news of the weird. Um, and something I was kind of... Um, <laughs> something, I, it, it turned out to be a, a rabbit hole I went down. Um, you know, I started to listen to the, uh, these vocalists from the 80s, you know. And uh, I just, man, I stayed up till 2 o'clock in the morning the other night just chasing this rabbit hole. Uh, and I came up with the sloppy, top 10 hard rock vocalist, uh, in, in my own opinion. And that'll be coming up as well. So, I ask you, please stay tuned. Hang out with me. Come on, man. <laughs> it's not going to kill you, you know. Um, if you like hanging out with me, I appreciate that more than you have an idea. I really appreciate the folks that that hang out with me, thick tongue, tied, and you know, you know, I've got the speech impediment. It's a bitch. Uh, yeah. So hang out with me. Let's uh, get through this together, <laughs> and we will be right back. Back here at the 420 SF Studio, and as promised, we have my brother once again on the line talking about the weather in Texas. Dude, how much it's snow cold. did you get? It's cold and it's snowy. How much? Uh, um, I was I would say six inches, probably. Wow. But I mean, you know, that's. I don't ever remember seeing six inches down Yeah, six and inches it, for Texas. 15 degrees outside at 12.30 in the afternoon. So <laughs> it's not supposed to get much above that today. I was watching uh, KVU, I think it is. Uh, they had a breaking thing last night about uh, the future. Well, I don't know. if The, the rolling blackouts. What, what have you heard on the rolling blackouts? I mean, you still have power. I hear the great bands. <laughs> <laughs> and now, the rolling blackouts. I used to have rolling blackouts in my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember a few of those. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I hear. And I, you know, on Facebook, you hear people saying that they're out for 40 minutes and then they come back up. Yeah. So far, we haven't ours. We haven't lost electricity up here. Man, that's fortunate. I mean, dude, with temperatures at fifteen degrees, I mean, we had eight inches up here, but we're sitting at thirty-seven degrees. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's not supposed <clears throat> to get above freezing until Wednesday, and only it only get up to I think thirty thirty-six. And then the next two days after that, it doesn't get above freezing, and it's supposed to be another another snow event coming. Really? Yeah. Man, I'd love to ask these uh, these folks about the uh, global warming. Where where, where does that well, sit think, right now? I don't think that's not the term they use now. It's climate change. Oh. But really, uh, you know, it's 
it's typical of human beings to talk about shit like that. I mean, really? What are they what are they using as a, a barometer? Two hundred years, three hundred years? <laughs> Do you realize what a infinitesimal amount of time that is? Do 10,000 years if you want to do something. Yeah. Is it changing quick? Well, maybe it changes quick. Maybe that's just how it fucking does it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, am, I, I, know that, I know that the climate is changing. I mean, you'd be stupid to, to say that it isn't. I mean, there's more fires, there's more floods, there's more of this crazy stuff. I mean, it's a couple of days from now, it's supposed to be Saturday, I think, 75. I mean, it just flashes <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, it just, it just, um... But is it burning fossil fuels and stuff? I don't know. Don't yeah, what, know. what, what research have they done, or is it just... I know, all I know is I plugged my, my generator into my windmill, my windmill was frozen. So there you go. How good is, the, how good are these alternatives? Going? Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Give me good old dinosaur juice. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, At least well, I'm gone. Let my kids figure out how to do it with water. Yeah, we're, we're about <laughs> done here. <laughs> yeah, what do I care? I'll be dead soon. That's what your mother used to say a lot. What do oh, I care? I'll be dead yeah, soon. mom. Mom and then used one to... day, and then one day, yeah, she was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I got the picture to prove it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway. Uh, what what I'm a frequent guest. What, people love the dead people humor. <laughs> what is uh, what is gas going for down there? Um, two two oh two. Oh man. You we can find we it under under two. Dude, we we are being we are being completely well, I I hate to use the word rape. I'm sorry, but I mean our gas is going uh, we are at what three seventy something, and no three eighty two. The last time I saw, three eighty two, and that that is up from uh, we started out at before it started going back up. Uh, we were at what was it two seventy something? You know, there's most of that just tax taxes. Yeah, yeah, taxes. Our uh, our brainiac uh, governor has implemented a whole barrage of taxes. So anyway, it's a lot of money to buy up hotels to put homeless people. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what they're doing down here now. Are they? Actually, not too far from here, they they bought a I don't know what it was a Spring Hill Suites or something and. Really, one eighty-three. Spring Hill Suites, and that they're going to start putting homeless people in. And you can bet the ones that that want to, you know, try to work towards getting off the street is what I'm hoping. You can bet the the Spring Hill Suites is completely trashed because they could be. They, I, I, you know, what is it about the homeless that they feel like they just they don't give a shit? I mean. They don't know how to keep a nice place. What is it? It's got to. It's got. Well, it's, it's got to be men, it is, mental. Part of it is uh, drug addiction. Part of it is mental illness. Mental, yeah, part mental of it is illness. Drug addiction and mental illness that go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. So uh, to give them a whole hotel, 
Uh, that doesn't solve the problem. They need to be in the hotel with services too. Right, right. Give them some mental health services. Give them. I mean, if they want help, some you know, there's a, a portion who simply don't want that. Right. They just want to live off the grid, and that's. I don't know, man. I don't know what the answer is. I had a long conversation with somebody. That. And we, you know, what is? And we tried to pick it apart, and I don't know. Yeah, it's so big a problem now that I don't know. I don't know what you do. Yeah. Uh. Well, you may get a war on drugs, man. <laughs> Remember the war on drugs. Yeah. How's that working out? <laughs> oh it's man. Really good if you want to watch something on Netflix. I think it's just called Crack. But read, read, watch that. Crack. I don't know. I watched something the, the other day. Epidemic and, and back in the 80s and all the, the Iran Contra and oh, it's, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. Yeah, that started around the 80s, mid 80s, I think. Or? It's all tied together. I mean, it's yeah. very well researched. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's pathetic, as your dad would say. <laughs> yeah, just pathetic. Oh man. Well, so what else is going on? While I have well, you on the on the hotline. Well, no, unfortunately, it's not snowman snow. It's that real light. Real light, yeah. Yeah, you can't make a snowball for anything. Yeah, we had well, that. Kids out there screaming and yelling. I, fuck, I wouldn't have, if I had kids. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't let them go out there very long. I mean, it is bitter, bitter cold. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, we so had. Cold that I saw, oh. so, so cold that I saw that I saw that snowman guy from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> yeah. He was outside, and he was going back outside saying it was too cold. That's how cold it is. <laughs> Yeah, I should I should have set you up. How cold is it? The heat miser. Yeah. Too cold. Oh yeah. Whatever, whatever his name was. Hang on a second. All right. So, how cold is it down there in Texas? Danny, it's so cold that I saw Mr. Heat Miser from the Rudolph cartoon from the '60s say it's too fucking cold for me. <laughs> Here he comes now. <laughs> Here he comes now, the big hand. <laughs> I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. I didn't realize he was gay. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with it. No, that's perfectly all right. He's the Rip Taylor of winter. He is too much. Anyway, we're going to go to break. Uh, we will be right back. Back. 
Welcome back to the Sloppy Pod, <clears throat> and we continue uh, conversation with my brother Terry, talking about the weather and uh, how effing cold it is. <laughs> and so, uh, you were uh, off off mic. We were talking about um, about how cold it was on the island at at points. Uh, I don't remember too many times that we had snow, but when we did have snow. It was a good time, you know. Of course, can, we were I kids. Can, I can remember a few. I mean, living out there as long as we did. I mean, I can remember it when I was very young. I mean, I can remember back in the '60s, sitting out on the the, the table, not the not the one that we ate at. But there used to we used to have that table back there by the back door, sitting out there. Oh yeah, yeah. Watching yeah. the snow. Remember that floodlight that was at the corner yeah. of the, the building back there? Yeah. Sitting and watching the snow, just sitting and watching the snow. I used to love, I love the snow. I yeah, love as a kid, I, I, I still love it. The quietness of the snow. Yeah, I do too. I used to love going for walks in the snow because it would be just that that mm. that hush sound of the snow. And yeah. it's so quiet, it muffles the sound of everything. and it, Except for the scrunchier boots on it. And yeah, I've, I've always loved, and, loved it. And the reflective uh, uh, property of it, like when when it's supposed to be dark, you notice it, it seems a lot lighter because of the uh, reflective nature of the snow. Dude, it's it's clear as a bell out right now with the sun, sun shining. When I, when I opened the front I door, which is bright. the east facing door, <laughs> yeah, I was blinded when I opened it yeah. momentarily because it was just. Sunlight and white. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, I can remember a couple of times out there on the island before we got, I remember one time when we got some real heavy snow, probably late 70s, I'm guessing. I mean, we were, we were older, so mid 70s, yeah. late 70s. And we had, we had electric heat in that house. By then, they'd taken out that old oil burner. <laughs> and so we were, the lights were off out there. They were off at the prison. Although I think the, the prison had generators, but I, I remember driving down to the dock and, and part of the prison was, was blacked out. Well, and we went and stayed in Lakewood at a hotel. But you remember there, we was, freeze to death. there was one time where uh, the lights went out just, just like that and they had to go, everyone drove their car down to the, the prison to illuminate the the prison until they got the generator up. Remember that? Yeah, I do. I mean, that was that was nuts. You know, everybody with their cars and you know, but I don't know if it was during the snow or I think that was when the uh, cable snapped. Remember they they had they uh, they had that power cable underneath the the Puget Sound and that snapped. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember. The island got up. The island got unplugged. Yeah, literally. I mean, yeah, I, I remember that. I also remember that was the same night. Um, it was real rough. I mean, the it wasn't a snow yeah. event. It was uh, just a high wind event, I guess. I mean, uh, I heavy think that's rain. What, isn't that what broke the cable underneath there? Right. Yeah, and I remember Tim and I were on a, not so much a field trip, but it was supposed to have been clear that night, uh, and we met up 
with our uh, astronomy teacher uh, up at the uh, Pioneer Middle School uh, football field. And we're going to be seeing Saturn for the first time. And then this 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 uh, rolling bank of clouds started coming in. <clears throat> and this storm came out of nowhere. <clears throat> very, uh, very bizarre. But anyway, yeah, we're talking about the, uh, the snow out there. I remember as a kid, um, rolling down, uh, you know, going down the, uh, the back hill behind the house and having our dog Toby take the sled back up for us. You know, the, the best hill was the one over at McClure's, right behind yeah. McClure's house. Yeah, Julie and I, Ju- Julie and I were talking about that the other day. She was supposed to uh, come on this week, but uh, she's got uh, friends, well, I think cousins from Tennessee coming down, so uh, uh, she's going to reschedule. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, so... But anyway, uh, what what was that um, what was that story that you you were telling me off mic about uh, about Dad going over to uh, which one? Oh no, he didn't go. It, it was there was an escape on the island, and he a couple of times during escapes when they would they would post people out there to make sure that they, you know at low tide you could get across almost walk across Long Branch. I don't know if you could walk across it, but at <laughs> low tide people would it was easy to cross there and he would get posted out there one one night it was snowing and there was an escape and that's where they posted him and so he sat on the <laughs> sat on the oh, on the beach yeah. out there for his whatever his shift was in the middle of the night and heard some somebody coming up on shore some i mean you could tell it wasn't just the waves it was it was something coming up on shore and he was like holy shit you know, here's this convict. Right. You know, this is happening right now, and he got his got his gun and everything ready, and and flipped on the the light that he had, and there was a seal that had come ashore. <laughs> walked, walked up on shore. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, old Tim Taylor lives over there on Long Branch. I'd love to have him on. Okay. Gotta talk to him. Man, he can tell you some stories. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, man, he's an old, well, not an old timer. Sorry about that, Tim. If hey, you ever. Yeah, he is. He's. He's got, how old is he? He's, he's been got, around a long time. Plus, he worked for the, the state as a contractor. Right, years. yeah. Yeah, he that worked for both state. federal and state. Yeah. They, he's got a wide knowledge of the people. And and so do I. I mean, I remember a lot of names that he remembers. So when we talk, I mean, we can talk about Dude, a few years. Worth I'd of, of I'd love I'd love to do a, a Zoom meeting with you and him and myself for the podcast. That would be uh, that would be pretty cool. You know, just to 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 open up uh, the conversation. You know. Um, <clears throat> about the uh, shenanigans, the going on of uh, the. Well, he's got plenty of shenanigan stories on his own. Yeah. His, his group of teenagers were they were pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I just remember. <laughs> I remember him doing that wheelie at the Fourth uh, of July. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Didn't he break uh, his back? Um. He broke something. Broke something. I'm sure. I know he had to be airlifted off. Right. Yeah. And then that kind of put the you know, the damper on the party. Damper yeah, on the Fourth of July picnic. Yeah, man, those Fourth of July picnics, man. Uh, <laughs> especially when we got older, you know. And they're uh, hang- when we were young. Remember when these guys used to chase the greased pig around, and they had yeah, like grease that pole. You guys would try. I mean, there was in games. Julie remembers. I I have a vague memory of it, but. Her and I doing a three-legged race together yeah. on a Fourth of July album. <laughs> yeah, and the uh, the bike rodeos. <laughs> remember those? Yeah, I remember the, the the Olympics things that they'd have at the end of the school. Year. Yeah, track and field type. <laughs> yeah, the track and field stuff. Yeah, that was that was cool. Hey, did you ever find any of those? Um, plaques up there in the uh, garage? No, not yet. I'm sure I'm sure they're still up there if they still exist. <clears throat> I found a Taylor JC uh, rattlesnake sacking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, let me know if you find any of that stuff. That, that'd be kind of cool. Wow. <laughs> Probably not, but you know. Oh, all that stuff is cool. Like I said, I found all that crap the other day when I was up there, and it brought back a lot of memories. Yeah, yeah. Don't throw any of it away, and well, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> not that I'm gonna no, be. I, a... kept, I, I weeded through it, and I kept oh, sort of my stuff. I kept little bits and pieces of it. There wasn't. They said there was. There was a couple of work shirts and stuff of yours and then the rest of it was like Trevor's baby clothes and stuff. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. all, that's all I've run across so far. After. Yeah. I, I still have... I don't know. I, I can't let go of it. I still have the uh, the uh, suit, the... Oh, what do you call it? <clears throat> the, the, the gown that they give you to go into the delivery room. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I still have all of that, um, and I still have Trevor's Halloween. We we dressed up as a uh, a couple of doctors, I guess, and Trevor had this little uh, hospital gown, you know, and a stethoscope and all that. You know? I I can't let go of it. I you know, what does that say for me? <laughs> why, don't, why don't you send it to him? Ask him if he wants. I I thought about that. I thought about doing that and let him let him throw it away if he can, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I saved a bunch of stuff for my kids, and it's in three totes. And you know, at first they're like, "Why would we want that?" But now, as they get older, they show more interest in it. So yeah, at some point, like when I move, I'll tell them, "Take it. You can dump it or do whatever. I collected it for you." I used to always make sure and get. You know, if there was a sports thing, I would buy the pictures, and then I would just stick them in that thing. So they've got, 
they've got all of that stuff in there. Yeah. Plus all the vacations. So we'd go to the national park, and I would make them, you know, do the junior park ranger thing. Their little badges and all that stuff. They've got yeah. all of that stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, it's um, it's just one of those things. <clears throat> uh, I mean, I would collect a lot of that stuff, but I really don't have the anywhere to put any of that stuff, you know. So. Yeah, well, I don't collect any of it. I don't collect anything anymore. But I haven't in quite some time. In fact, I used to take pictures all the time. I, I you know, I I don't do that that much. Yeah. Concerts and stuff. Shit, I used to take all kinds of pictures. Yeah. I, a few, like, if I'm really close, I'll take some pictures. But well, this, just sit there and, and have the memories. This past snow time, uh, you know, like like you said, I, I used to take pictures all the time of the snow. It's like you get to a point where it's like, well. You can take those any time whenever it's snowing. I mean, they all look the same, so. Well, and, and I thought about it, because I used to do it, and I used to wonder, why are you doing this? Why is why the need to, right. to like, document the current moment over and over? And then it occurred to me one day, it's like, who who are these for, actually? Right, right. I mean, you, you might look at them once, maybe, maybe <laughs> you not even look at them. And the yeah. kids don't give a crap about them, so right. <laughs> why are you doing this? It just—it just made me wonderful. You know, I'm sure there's some psychological reason that yeah. I felt I needed to do that. Yeah, yeah, just another thing that we got to work through. <laughs> well, there's lots of people like that. I mean, you see them at concerts all the time. They'll sit there and, you know. Build it on their little flip phone, and I, you wonder why. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know, man. Well, I'll tell you what. We're gonna uh, go to a break, and we'll be right back. Well, hey, folks, welcome back to the Four Twenty SF Studio. Uh, yeah, I think it's time for News of the Weird. Alright, so, this first story. First of all, I like to think that humor and irony go together. Do they not? So you'll love this first story. And I don't know about pronunciation of a few of these words and places, but... We're gonna excuse me. We're gonna give it a whirl. Bradford Gauthier of Worcestershire, (laughs) Worcestershire, Massachusetts, (laughs) had a bit of trouble swallowing when he woke up on February second. But he went about his day after drinking some water. Later, quote. I tried to drink a a glass of water again and couldn't. And that's when he realized one of the AirPods he sleeps with at night was missing and felt a distinct blockage in the center of my chest, he said. KDO reported uh, that it didn't take doctors in the ER 
long to discover one of the AirPods lodged in Gauthier's esophagus. An emergency... uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm going to pronounce this word right. An emergency... uh, Endoscopy. There you go. Endoscopy. Removed it and Gauthier went home feeling much better. So the irony, of course... Here you have an AirPod lodged in the esophagus, blocking his airway. Hey, hey, yo! Well, thank you, Ed. <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, we got another one for you that you may have heard about. I'm sure you've heard about it. It's been all over the news. Tessica Brown in New Orleans was out of hairspray in January as she got ready to go out. So she reached for the only spray she could find, Gorilla Glue, to shellac her hair into place. Quote, I figured I could just wash it out. She told WDSU TV, uh, but it didn't. Uh, Brown and her mother tried olive oil, vegetable oil, to no avail, and the local hospital could offer little help. She cut off her ponytail to reduce that weight, but the spray on her scalp, oh man, the spray on her scalp continued to painfully tighten and harden. On February 10th, she posted on Instagram she was scheduled to fly to Los Angeles <clears throat> to uh, to meet with pa- blah, 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 blah. <laughs> plastic surgeon Michael Obing to undergo a procedure that cost $12,000 for free. Of course. Ay, ay, ay. Hey, honey, let me tell you something. Don't worry too much about the the hair, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. Moving on. There's got to be a better story, right? Um, oh, here, yeah, here you go. Neighbors in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, called police on February 8th uh, after witnessing an unidentified Unidentified man, apparently taking a joyride on an ex- excavator, parked in the street. Knock- oh my gosh, dude, come on. Knocking it into power lines and making a getaway on a bicycle. Wah, wah. WPLG reported the incident resulted in every sports fan's worst nightmare, a power outage. Oh my god, please. A power outage just before the big game. Of course. Uh, about 30, 30 to 40 minutes before the Super Bowl started, the power just went all the way out, said Bubba James. <laughs> Crews from the Florida Power and Light attended the problem, uh, attended to the problem, and the power was back on by halftime. And from what I understand about halftime, it sucked a big one. There you go. Uh, one more. 
Uh, I don't know about that one. Let's see here. Yeah, you might like the uh, this one. Weird Antiquities. Bidding is underway in Boston-based RR Auctions. A special President's Day online sale of president. Oh my God, presidential artifacts, uh, which includes locks of George and Martha Washington's hair. Wow, really? I don't think so. Uh, JFK's Harvard cardigan sweater and the pin. Warren Harding used to officially end the U.S. involvement in World War I, reported the uh, AP. Uh, The auction, which continues through February 18th, features around 300 items from America's esteemed commanders-in-chief, said company spokesperson Mike Graff. Okay? Uh, Last year, the company sold the lock of Abraham Lincoln's Hair wrapped in a bloodstained telegram uh, about his 80, uh, 1865 assassination. That went for 81 grand. Wow. All right. Uh, let's do one more. Only because of this guy's name. Instagrammer Matt Shirley. Okay. You know what I'm going to say, right? Don't call him Shirley. <laughs> Matt Shirley of Los Angeles conducted an informal survey among his oh man among his uh, 300,000 followers wow he asked them which state would they hate most the uh, uh, you know what this yeah never mind it, it didn't pan out I, I thought it was going to be a better deal. Uh, let's see here. You know what? We could <clears throat> we could probably let it go right there, right? Um, hang on a second. <laughs> yeah, it turns out I was right. I think we're gonna let it go there. Uh, what else we got? Um, yeah, we'll come up with something. We'll uh, be right back. All right, folks, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I think I may have mentioned that I was going to do a sloppy top 10 hard rock vocalist, and I'm going to do that momentarily. Uh, I want to preface it with this. <laughs> this is all. This is all brought about the other night, went down a rabbit hole, man. I couldn't, uh, well, anyway, um, I started listening to Cinderella. No, not the cartoon (laughs) or whatever. Uh, no, I was listening to the band Cinderella and I just, I've always enjoyed Tom Kiefer's, uh, vocal. Uh, If you've ever listened to him, he sounds like he has razor blades in his uh, <laughs> throat, in his larynx or whatever. Um, and so, you know, I I enjoy that kind. Of, <laughs> I enjoy that kind of uh, uh, rawness. That uh, you know what I'm talking about. 
Uh, and all of these folks that I have chosen, in no particular order, by the way, let me grab a drink here, but the... the <laughs> <laughs> they all have a distinctive um uh tone to their vocal and there's one lady lady in here um who is right up there with the guys i i'm telling you what anyway with, without further ado again no particular order okay and again, should I have to preface it with this, but um, again, these are mainly 80s, 80s and 90s rockers, okay? They just have a, a good vocal tenacity, okay? Here we go. First one being Dave Grohl. We all know Dave, Foo Fighters, Nirvana. Uh, he can sing the melodic, and but he also gets down with it later on. <laughs> So there is that. Next one. Uh, <laughs> next one is uh, Bon Scott of uh, of ACDC. You remember him. And also um, <laughs> uh, Brian Johnson. But I'm only going to keep to Bon Scott. <laughs> oh <laughs> when I okay so so bond Bon is not, uh, yeah, I mean, you can really not understand them very well unless you know the lyrics. Um, but anyway, it is what it is. He's one of my favorite, uh, favorite ones. God rest his soul. Also, what I was trying to say is there was a, uh, a time in my life <laughs> where, uh, Oh my gosh, um, the drinking 
was getting out of hand for me and my brothers. We would listen to <laughs> we would listen to ACDC and get completely snockered. And uh, oh, good lord, playing air playing air guitar. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, uh, yeah, that brings back a lot of memories. Okay, so um, let's see. Next one, Chris Cornell, uh, Soundgarden, and Audio Slave. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where do I have... Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a second. <laughs> oh, the video, man. Anyhow, yes, uh, love that video. Number seven, um, Sebastian Bach. Such a great song. Anyway, ah, uh, let's. Oh, this next one, man. Yeah, this next one kind of gets me. Um, Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park, who, uh, uh, um, who committed suicide a few years back, and uh, yeah, but here you go. All right, people. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. This was the best screaming. Uh, Chester Bennington had a uh, a way of. Uh, well, a lot of you wouldn't understand, but yeah. Uh, let's see, number number four now, Joe Elliott, I, you know, hang on a second, Joe Elliott, I'm not 100% sold on him, but he, he does have a, a good vocal, uh, hang on. Anyway, uh, moving on with uh, Lane Staley, number three. Uh, Lane Staley was uh, uh, <laughs> with uh, Allison Chains. Hang on. Alright, we do one more. 
No, two more. My bad. Okay, so the uh, female in this group is old Lizzie Hale uh, of Hailstorm. Okay, so <laughs> that still gives me chills how she can, well, I don't know, it's a long story, but the, the way she sticks to her landing on that, and <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. And then, of course, Tom Kiefer, number one, uh, again, in, in no particular order, but uh, Tom Kiefer that that kicked this whole uh, this whole thing off. Uh, hang on, just a second. <laughs> anyway, enough of that. Turn that down. You're making too much noise. <laughs> How many times have I heard that? Anyway, just a little bit of fun, <laughs> or not. Um, but yeah, so that's what started it. Um, and if you're not a, a not a fan of the music, my apologies. Uh, I know Mark probably uh, tuned out. Maybe I don't know, but. I know you're a country western type dude. Um, so anyway, uh, we're gonna gonna go to uh, one final break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the court when you have cave. <laughs> it's my man cave. Uh, yeah, just I'm down here checking on my stalactite. So, anywho, uh, let me come upstairs. I will tell you a story about how I discovered Rush Limbaugh. I'll be right there. Cold, dark, and damn down there, boy. All right. So, we know that Rush Limbaugh has passed. He passed away yesterday, uh, February 17th, 2021. We saw it coming. He had stage four lung cancer. Um, so sad. Those are some big shoes to fill, man. Uh, may he rest in peace. So I, I guess in my own little way, I wanted to pay tribute to him by telling my story of how I discovered Rush Limbaugh just out of the blue, okay? 
one day I'm driving the uh, the van that I drove back then. This is uh, down in Texas. It was a courier job of sorts. I won't go into it. Um, but I spend the whole day on the road. And I was looking for a change between the FM station blitz, you know, Kill with Jay and KZOK or whatever it was. Anyway, uh, so I was looking for a change. I became enamored uh, with AM talk radio. Uh, you know, I wasn't really getting into some of the shows, but, dude, uh, out of the blue, I took a minute to listen to this guy that came on like a force. He had his delivery was pitch perfect. His cadence was different. I mean, he just, he was good, man. He was good. So, the story he was telling, it wasn't really even a story. Um, so, Rush is, blah, 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 Rush is coming off a barrage of ad spots, okay? Uh, and he's setting up some uh, something somewhat provocative kind of a thought process. And he begins with, okay, so I'm paraphrasing <laughs> big time. He's like, you know, there are many foods whose names lead you to believe that they are directly associated with a country. For instance, hamburger, maybe from Hamburg, Germany, you know. He goes on. Uh, French fries, directly from France, right? And he's like, hmm... I wonder what food would you imagine coming from Bangkok? <laughs> he immediately left it there like a hot potato and launched right into the show. And from there, I was a loyal listener. I kind of fell off toward the end, but nonetheless, he will be missed. Again, rest in peace, Rush. Uh, and with that, we're going to go. We will see you next week. Uh, let's see. Yes, I'll be back. Uh, I'm going down to Springfield, Oregon to go see my cousin. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll leave it there. And we'll see ya when we see ya. See ya.